0: Hello, everybody. Um, I know it's kind of late. Mm, Not really, it's almost nine for not in time in America. I know I have a few people from different countries or different countries, but on the same continent, like Canada, Australia. But I'm not going to tell how many people are listening from there so I can keep. Your guys' stuff, private. I just wanted to tell that that's what time it was here. So, a different time there, probably tell the me. So I can like, look it up so I can see what time. Cause I'd really like to start using your guys' time. So I know I'm posting. Oh, let's get started in chapter 8. Sorry, I said 7, but I meant 8. Freezing water splashed over Clay's head. He woke up with a gasp as the rest of his body was plunged into the river. Strong talons gripped his shoulders, shoving him under the water. He thrashed, terrified, and the current nearly dragged him away. The other dragon yanked his head into the air and shouted, Quit struggling! I'm saving you! Clay went limp and let himself be shoved under again. He felt the sticky poison washing from his scales. Although the pain lingered, as his pain died down, memory clicked on. He lunged back to the surface. Tsunami, he yelped. He tried to wrap his wings around her, flapping and splashing in the dirt. Her claws dug into his spine along his back. Seriously, Clay, stop moving. She whacked his tail back into the water with her own. I don't I don't know what this white stuff is, but it smells awful and I think it's trying to dissolve your skills. You stay in in the water until it's all gone. She moved his claws she moved his claws to the rock and helped him hang against the fierce current while she poured more water over his head. He strained his eyes, trying to see her or even a black shadow that might be her, but it was too dark. He clung to the feeling of her cold, wet scales against his. She was really here. How did you get free, he asked, through chattering teeth. How did you get free? He asked through chattering teeth. They had a they had to shout to be heard over the roaring waterfall. Fires, Tsunami said. I realized if Keshul's flames could merge the chains together, maybe more fire would break them apart. She knew I couldn't do it, and as usual, she figured we wouldn't help each other because we're not dragon. It's, that's not dragon nature or whatever. It took sending and Starflight together to get their fire hot enough. They blasted one of the links until it melted, and I followed you as fast as I could rested his head on the rock by her talons. It felt like the cracks between his scales were stinging high-pitched arias of pain. I think it's supposed to say arias, but it's spelled arias. I don't think any of you have noticed, but you should go to chapter eight, second page. <clears throat> well, he said, as you can see, it's going great so far. I was just about to save the day. You would have, Tsunami said. I'm sure you would have woken up soon and made it to the river on your own. She batted one of his wings lightly with hers. Cleve wasn't sure of that at all, and he wasn't about to add whining to the listing of things wrong with him. Did you see the worms? he asked instead. Kind of cool, right? Oh, I can beat that. A moment passed and then Tsunami's stripes began to glow on her wings and tail. She even turned on the whorls of light along her snout. Dimly, the cave took shape around them. They had never been so happy to see anything in his life. Thanks, he said, it seems kind of unfair. You guys can see in the dark. It's the rest of us who actually need glowing scales. Tsunami ducked her head in an odd, embarrassed way. But they're not meant to help us see, she said. Clay stretched his legs and tail under the water. The glop on his scales was gone, but the stinging was still there. Battling the freezing numbness caused by the river. Really, he said, trying to take his mind off the pain. Then why do you glow? It's, well, he'd never seen Tsunami, Samro, or anything, but he was very curious. He was really curious. Tell, he said, splashing her. You know, you're doing that thing you do, she said. you talk about something ridiculous. That was weird. What does that all the time, too? Will you talk about something ridiculous so you don't have to deal with something serious? I'm not, Clay protested. You're the one who's ducking the question. All right, fine, she said with a grimace, glowing in the dark. Webb says it's to attract other sea wings. That's how we choose our partners or whatever. She shoved his head under the water again. He came up sweating. Now, aren't you sorry you asked? He was a little bit. The idea of Tsunami leaving them for another scene cool glowing stripes make Clay feel extra bobby and drab. So we can't go up the rocks, he said. What do we do about the waterfall? He hoped she wouldn't ask whether his scales still hurt. He just had to tough it out until the pain went away. She grinned. We'll dive right over it, she said. How high could it be? And how many sharp rocks could there be at the bottom, he count he countered. I'd like to see what we're jumping off first, please. Alright, let's go check it out, she said. Releasing him and leaping into the water, the current whooshed her away, and he let he had to let go of his rock to follow her quickly before the light of their scales disappeared. Tsunami he called. There's no way she could hear him over the roaring waterfall. An underwater boulder slammed into his belly. He inhaled a mouthful of river, choking and coughing. He paddled after the blurry glow in the distance. Suddenly the glow vanished, and he was plunged into darkness again. Tsunami! He roared. Well, there's my dog. A heartbeat later, Clay felt the air suddenly yawn wide in front of him. Some instincts kicked in and he lashed out with his talons and claws. One of his claws caught a jagged spur of rock and he flung his front talons over it, just as the rest of them flew out into space. He was dangling over the waterfall. He dug his talons, he dug his claws into the rock and hung on for dear life, scrunching his eyes shut, even though the darkness was dark enough. His poison-riddled skin screamed with agony as it stretched below his scales. He couldn't bear to think how far Tsunami might have fallen. He could picture her broken her broken body somewhere far below him. Something whacked his foot. Watch out! Watch out, Clay! Tsunami's voice teased. It's really dangerous! You might stub a claw! Watch out! Watch out, Clay! Tsunami's voice teased. It's really dangerous! You might stub a claw! Clay opened his eyes. The waterfall crashed along beside him, cascading into the foamy pile of bubbles only a short distance below his dangling back claws. Tsunami was flashing in somersaulting in the pool, flipping waves at him with her tail. Hang on tight, she cried. Whatever you do, don't let go. Ha, 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 he said, and stirred the water below below him with his tail, checking for rocks, and then let himself drop. The waterfall gently battered his head as he resurfaced. You knew how short it was, he said, accusingly maybe she said with a grin all right yes i'd gotten to the edge when i heard you yell and came back to you and went back to you luckily i'm not lucky i'm not the type to suffer and die in silence clay said he couldn't help thinking what would have happened if he hadn't cried out what if we had missed each other come on the river keeps going this way tsunami said her webbed feet scooping through the water shooting her out in front of him he followed her through the pool into another narrow channel oh that's a very short chapter that's one two three four five six seven pages usually they're like 10 15 maybe 20. the pool into another narrow channel with rocky banks on it either side but he cocked his head. His ears twitched. I think that can't be all the roaring then. There's more up ahead. There were weird echoes in these caves. You couldn't tell if he was hearing the roar of the small waterfall magnified or if there was something else. Tsunami suddenly spread her wings, spun to a halt, gazing up at the ceiling. Did you see that? Clay squinted into the darkness. Her luminescent scales didn't cast very light very far. He couldn't see the slag types that were probably up there. No. It was a bass. So, you know, he said it excited me excitedly. Slamming the river with her tail, submerging clay in a tidal wave of water. He came up gasping for air. A bat Why were you drowning me over a bat? Once a bat had blundered through the sky hole and flapped pathetically around the study cave until Sunny begged Dune to catch it and set it free. Clay was half convinced that Dune had eaten it instead, but at least he'd done it where Sunny couldn't see him, because it must have come from somewhere, she said. Bats go outside to hunt, so if bats can get in and out, I bet we can too, we must be close are a lot smaller than we are, Clay pointed out. But Tsunami had already started swimming. He flexed his, flexed his wings under the water, worried. The pain wasn't going away. It felt like tiny, sharp teeth biting him all over. Under his scales, look, Tsunami yelled from ahead. I see light. Clay beat his wings quickly, trying to catch up. It helped that the current was getting faster again. But then, was the roaring getting louder too? He came around the bend of the river and saw a circle of silvery, silvery light in the distance. The dark outline of tsunami ahead was barreling toward it. Clay couldn't believe his eyes. It was moonlight, just like he'd seen through the sky hole. There really was a way out, and they'd found it. He was speeding along now, using now, barely using his legs to paddle as the river whisked him toward the light. Suddenly, a piercing shriek echoed through the cave, and Tsunami disappeared. Please be another joke. Please be another joke, Clay prayed, swimming as fast as he could. The moonlit entrance yawned wide in front of him. Then abruptly, he shot down into open space. The river plunged out of the cave and straight down a tall, sheer cliff. Clay's wings flew open and he banked, catching the air before he fell. He was flying. That was the end of chapter eight. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, The Q and A will be in the, where the Q and A usually is. I don't know what it's called, the description. Link, oh, it's linked to the description is what I'm gonna say. So, thank you for listening. Sorry for my dog interrupting, but at least you guys know my dog now. Bye. Please listen to Sunday the Leaf Wings podcast called Talon's Teeth and Claws. Casting with the World of Wings of Fire. Obviously, my podcast. Please never stop listening. I need more listeners. I have, like, not even 48. That's pretty bad for me because... Sunday Leaf Wings podcast has over a hundred. And she started after, he or she started after me. So that means my podcast is not that popular. But I will start posting it on iHeartRadio. It's on Spotify. Google Podcasts. Podcast, podcast um, Apple Podcasts and Hoopla. So Maybe Audible, but I don't know. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, what's it called? What's it called? Sorry for the ruffling. I was recording on my bed today. Bye.